Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name is Tristan Miller, and joining me today is the hilarious Laura Murley. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I The pause there was a, a moment of going, I don't know if I've ever heard your na- last name out loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought the pause was. And yeah. I almost jumped in and was like, Murley, but then you did great. Hello. Yes. Excellent. Um, so do you uh, remember the first movie that you saw in the cinema? I know the first movie that my parents talk about me being obsessed with as a kid was Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did see that in theaters and then I saw it hundreds and hundreds of times at home. <laughs> nice. What uh, What about Cinderella as a kid? I think I liked that there was a princess in it and there was a castle in it. Big princess, big castle fan at that time. And I think I just liked the colors and the animation. There is something very magical about that style of 2D animation that was big during that time period. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Do you still go back to Cinderella? I haven't seen it in forever. I should rewatch it though. Yeah. I wonder how much of it I would feel like holds up. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, that's lovely. A lovely um lovely children's film to start us off. Uh do you have a favorite cinema snack? <laughs> cinema snack. Mm-hmm. Um I think just good old popcorn is is the best although i honestly don't like to eat or drink that much during movies because i have a small bladder so (laughs) then i have to get up halfway through and pee so honestly like if i had to choose a favorite cinema snack it'd be popcorn but for the most part i don't i like to just be like we're focusing on the movie (laughs) we're not gonna get up and go pee pee (laughs) (laughs) very nice um what I mean, as of this recording, the Oscar seasons are around the a corner. What's a movie this year that you really that you saw that you really enjoyed? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I rewatched The Cruise a few days ago. Oh, does it have to be a movie that came out no. this year or just no, that I watched this year? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought just that I watched this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I rewatched The Cruise and I love that movie so much. It's just about a tour guide of Manhattan and they just follow him around and he sort of like offers his philosophy on life. Mm-hmm. And it's a mixture between genius and mental illness that is really captivating <laughs> noted noted that's interesting and it's called uh what it, the tour it's called the cruise the cruise sorry um i got confused because i got confused with the tourist and the jungle cruise in my mind and i was like well surely Laura's not ter- talking about jungle cruise <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's also multiple movies called the cruise so if you want to watch it make sure you watch the right one <laughs> Noted. Um, that's excellent. Um, that sounds very interesting. So it's, is it about a real person or a fabricated person? Yeah, it's a documentary. Oh, that sounds very interesting, honestly. It's really, really good. It really makes you feel like there's some wonder left in this world. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Specifically as like a New Yorker, I feel like you can really get that grinded out of you. Yeah. Specifically about New York as a city. So Mm -hmm. he really loves the city and is almost like a part of the city, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. For sure. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Um, Is there a movie that you would advise people to avoid that you saw this year? This is probably controversial, but I honestly did not love Oppenheimer. Mm. I thought it, it was way too long. And I thought, it, it did a lot of things that I just didn't think were working for it. Have you seen it? I have not yet, no. Okay. Well, yeah, it's like three hours and you feel every hour of it. It's not like a quick three hours. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just like the things that they chose to go into in a lot of detail versus the things that they didn't were mm-hmm. a little bit of strange choices to me. Mm-hmm. Like it opens with this scene where he tries to murder his professor in college and then it never really gets back to that until the (laughs) toward the very end where they're just like oh and you also tried to kill this guy and he's like yeah I don't know why I did that (laughs) (laughs) so it really doesn't have a lot to do with the movie but it's so striking that you're kind of stuck on that for a while and (laughs) They also do this weird device where it's called an atomic um, bomb. The device. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is a weird device for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a weird cinematic device, I should mm-hmm. say, where part of the movie is in black and white, part of the movie is in color. Mm-hmm. But conventional wisdom is if you're shooting an old school thing, it's in black and white and modern thing is in color, but they put the past in color and the present in black and white. So it's a little bit just confusing Mm. mentally Mm -hmm. because you're so used to associating it with the other way around. And then they also do this thing where they cut into it a bunch. These like, I don't know exactly what they are. I think it's super, super up close footage of explosions at random points in the movie. And I kind of got that they were, 
doing it to put a little more action in it, but it just didn't really work mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I don't know. I just came away from it like I don't know that that was worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the good news is you're never going to have to watch the movie again. But the bad news is you're never getting that three hours back. So it's really a net neutral if you think about it. Um, (laughs) But noted, I, uh, I myself, I like I wanted to go in the cinema a few times. And then I just every time I was like three hours Mm. of people talking about physics. I don't know if I can do it. So thank you for your service and <laughs> really is appreciated. Um, it's a lot less talking about physics and a lot more. Well, it is a little bit talking about physics, but it's a lot more like. Should we do this? And then they don't really come up with a compelling reason to do this necessarily, but they're kind of like, well, we're on this train and it's running <laughs> And somebody's going to do it. So I guess it should be us. Uh (laughs) That age old excuse. Well, it's going to happen. I might as well. (laughs) Brutal. Truly the U.S.'s whole mantra. eh? Um, Might as well be us. (laughs) Uh, um, Are you ready for some double features? Sure. All right, so I'm going to come up with a film, find a film that is thematically similar but opposite in genre. Um, I would say uh, let's go with Little Women. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then I come up with the second one? Yes, that is correct. Um, Batman, the one where... I forget what it's called. The one where you can see his nipples and it has poison ivy in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which one is that one? That one's Batman Forever. Um, may I hear your your reasoning as to how it relates to Little Women, please? <laughs> uh, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I think each of the Little Women are like exaggerated characters. Mm-hmm. Like and Batman is like definitely exaggerated characters, and the theme of Batman is like fighting evil, and the Little Women are kind of fighting the evil society of their time <laughs> in their own way. <laughs> yeah, one uh-huh. one with the pen writing books, as they say, the pen is mightier <laughs> than the sword. I've heard, or rather. <laughs> mightier than batman's uh retractable throwy thingy what do you call that a batarang batarang yeah i guess (laughs) a a batter sword i don't know what kind of sword batman would have (laughs) bat sword yeah i can i can get on board with that um what would you pair um let's go with barbie what would you pair barbie with I would pair Barbie with the Truman Show because Mm. Barbie is like being moved around in a way that she doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. And so is our friend 
what's his name? Jim Carrey. <laughs> that is. We're just gonna call. We're just gonna call him that. Yeah, something <laughs> Truman. Truman is his last name Truman or his first name Truman? Unclear to me. Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. J- James Carey. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. have very they have very different vibes. Mm. But Truman is kind of like, what if Barbie was serious and a dude and a living person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. What if what if Barbie was a dude serious and a living person? So- <laughs> <laughs> uh, um what would you pair cat in a hat with i'd pair cat in a hat with the movie cats um <laughs> in part because there are um cats in both of them um mm-hmm. but in part because they're both um they're both different like very, very different, but very, very frightening visions of cats in their own special way. Like the cats in cats are frightening just from looking at them. You get this kind of sick feeling in your stomach, like a valley of the uncanny. The cat in the hat is more scary because he just comes into your house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I always hated that bastard. If I'm being honest with you, I do not like the cat in the hat. He's weird and mean and uh sucks um you know who i also don't like that may be controversial bugs bunny interesting yeah i can see go ahead not just because he's like a skinny human body animal although i don't like that either like that genre of cartoon animal (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i don't like that He's always doing these, like, elaborate pranks on people, and I'm not really a prank person. Mm-hmm. And he, it seems like he kind of can't get out of his own way. Like, it seems like he brings upon himself a lot of the issues that he has. It's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny is too neurotic to get out of his own way. And that's why he's yeah. having these problems. That's very funny. <laughs> yes, he's not... too focused on revenge. <sighs> you just gotta <laughs> let things go, man. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> I would not have guessed that your problem with Bugs is that he's not self-actualized enough. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I gotta go to therapy? Yeah. <laughs> Bunnies would rather trick a hunter than go to therapy. So true. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and learn opera. And learn opera. And they refuse to go to therapy. Opera mm. is my therapy. <laughs> um, do you want to do some trivia questions? Sure. So I'm answering these not correctly, right? You are answering them. They are earnest questions. Mm-hmm. But you can answer however you'd like. Okay. Yeah. They're just kind of fun, goofy questions about movies. Cool. Starting off with, what is movie? Movie is series of pictures that where the object 
has moved slightly in each frame so that it appears to be a seamless movement, mm. but it's not. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. There are no points. This is just to get to know you. <laughs> <laughs> um, which horror characters would you like to see face off a la Freddy versus Jason, but cannot be Freddy versus Jason? Mm -hmm. I'd like to see Pearl from that movie <laughs> X. And I think the other one is, what's the other one called that she's I in? Um, it's just Pearl. called Pearl. Now it's I'm called like Pearl, and then she's also in another horror film I, that I mm -hmm. can't remember. Smile. Is she in that one? No. Uh, I feel like it's called something else, but I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But um, her twice. Her, her. Yes, her versus her younger self. <laughs> Maya Goth mm -hmm. versus Maya Goth. Kind of like when in Street Fighter, your friend picks the same character as you, and you're like, oh, "Come on, yeah, <laughs> do something else. I want to be this guy." <laughs> um, what is a movie that has the best soundtrack? Do you think? Oh, uh, I've listened to Kill Bill's soundtrack a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's really fun. It's got some like rock, some country, some monologues from the movie in it. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I always love to get a movie monologue in the middle of listening to a CD. It um, really surprised me the first time I heard it. I think that soundtrack was one of the first times I heard it. And I was just like, this is not a song. <laughs> but then I got used to it. That's very, this is, this is nowhere near a song. There's no track. <laughs> There's no nothing on this. That's very good. Um, what movie monster would you want to fuck? Not have to if you had to pick mm. one what one would you want to and it can't be dracula i think the thing that's like a big blob you know the blob yeah that, the blob yeah um because it seems like it could form into any shape and it could like form around you in a mm -hmm. way that could be really interesting <laughs> <laughs> i like that a lot it's like <laughs> let me let me just try to experience something new yes to Very. be encased in something. <laughs> to be encased in goo. <laughs> um, what Marvel character would you want to kill off forever and why? I think I'd want to kill off uh, Superman. Not just because he's on one of the few Marvel ones that I can think of. But <laughs> <laughs> also <laughs> because it feels like. <clears throat> having the kryptonite thing is such an easy way to kill someone that I kind mm -hmm. of can't believe he's made it this long <laughs> and his time is up. His time is up. Um, <laughs> I will say, unfortunately point of order. So people do not get upset who are listening to this podcast. Superman is from the detective comics, not the Marvel comics line. Oh, However, shit. I still accept your response because it is still about a superhero and you're all right. It should be easier to kill Superman. It should be. So wait, the detective comics, are the those DC. DC then? Yes. DC. That's so surprising to me because I think of, when I try and think of like, okay, what are the differences between Marvel and DC? Mm -hmm. I think of DC as being darker in tone 
and Marvel as being more uh, bright and a little bit more maybe simplistic heroes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And Superman just seems like he fits more in Marvel. But again, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, prepare to get a bunch of angry messages on various (laughs) social media platforms. Don't kill me. Yep, please don't. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine to not know about comic books is my hot take. Always. Um, Burning hot. mm -hmm. Um, How many slaps in the face would it take in order for you to be in an A24 film? Like if someone's like, hey, we'll give you this part, but you have to take x amount of slaps in the face how many slaps of face would that be i would do it for what you don't have to give me a lot of slaps to make <laughs> me go in a movie i'm oh, down yeah okay <laughs> fair enough um you're just ready for being in a movie and to be slapped in the film um and also i feel like it loses its impact each slap mm-hmm. so first one, one is like a big is like whoa someone just got slapped and then if it keeps happening you're like okay <laughs> maybe they like it i don't yeah. know yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure um and finally why is austin powers so sexy austin powers is so sexy because he is confident enough not to care about dental hygiene and he really just rocks those funky British teeth, mm-hmm. those chompers. <laughs> those chompers. It's all about the smile. It's very good. Um, so are you ready for our random word that will determine? Yes. All right. Right now, the random word is... 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 Equal. Equal. Mm-hmm. Equal. So I have a couple of ideas immediately, but I want to pass it to you in case you have something in mind. Okay. One, I first think of equal, I think of a set of twins. Mm. Because they come into this world equal. That is true. Yeah. Um... When I think of equal, I think of the fake sugar. Mm, Oh, yeah. So maybe we can do a movie about two twins that form that company. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, they find out they are not, in fact, equal. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. And they're not, in fact, real twins. (gasps) One is a clone of the other. Ooh, interesting. I like that. I love cloning. I think doubles are always fun. I really enjoy a double. Um, Mm. hmm. Okay. So where do we start with them making in their career and that sort of thing, do you think? Because they um, obviously uh, think they're twins. So they've been raised as yeah. twins their whole life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to start with them forming the company to make the fake sugar? Yeah, I think we could start that with an opening of them forming the company 
mm-hmm. and then maybe flash backwards mm. to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So they're forming the company. Everything looks like it's going swimmingly. And they seem like they're best friends and all seems well. Mm-hmm. And then we flash back okay. to their childhood. To their childhood. Okay. And in their childhood, I feel like one of the reasons they want to make this fake sugar is that everyone they know is their teeth are falling out Mm. and they are not like Austin Powers. They (laughs) care very much about dental hygiene. And so like, we why they're so unsexy. Yeah. (laughs) These are, I cannot (laughs) stress how unsexy these children are. Yeah. In this flashback, but also as adults, they are very plain. They have no. Mm-hmm. Um, and the twins are like, if we ever want to bone somebody, we got to up the confidence in this town. That's true. That is true. That That's it. Okay. So I like that a lot. So they have to. So they're like, oh, what a bunch of uggos. We, yeah. But we are horny. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's make up fake sugar. For this town specifically, so people's teeth stop falling out and we can mm. finally make sweet, sweet love with somebody. Yes. Um, should the end be then, once they figure out they're not blood-related, that they do, like, bone down with each other, or is that too weird? Oh, that I think is interesting. Okay. Because you definitely can't fuck your your twin, but can you fuck your clone? Yeah, this this <laughs> is what I'm saying. Would it be just masturbation at a certain point? Hmm. 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 Yeah, I mean, that's definitely <laughs> something that they have to grapple with. <laughs> I think so, too. I think at a certain point, clearly the movie is already off to a horny start. And yes. <laughs> so at some point, they I, they should at least, I think, kiss at some point. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, that's fucked up. Oh, it's like a mirror. Crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, but then they're like, hey, guys. It's actually not that weird because we are each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and other people are like, well, we still think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great twist of like, okay, so they want to clean up the town's mouth collectively. And instead of becoming dentists, they create fake sugar. And Mm. so then after they create fake sugar, they realize that still doesn't help because it's still in soda pop. And so people's teeth are still falling out, but Mm. they fall in love and they go, well, you're my only option. And then they, during that time, they somehow figure out that they're clones. And then the third act is people protesting the fact that they're in love. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. And they, they have this, home laboratory which is how they make the fake sugar Mm -hmm. and then later on they find something in the lab that points to them being clones and bring it to their parents and they're just like hey what's this and they're like why do you think we had a home laboratory to begin with (laughs) (laughs) you idiots yeah clearly mad scientists (laughs) that's so funny um i like that a lot uh (laughs) and so i like the idea of like that's how they get the idea for the fake sugar because it's cloned sugar 
Mm. So it's like sugar, but not. It's like a little off. Yes. Um. So that's good. Um. And the people are protesting their love. And do they? Do the people win? Do they run them out of town? Do they succeed in getting married? What do they do? I think they do run them out of town, but they live on the outskirts of town, much like Edward Scissorhands in the beginning. They're on this sort of large hill overlooking the town Mm -hmm. and um generations later people have all these rumors about them so we cut to in the end they become an urban legend Mm -hmm. Ooh, i like that a lot lots of sequel potential for that one yes Mm -hmm. i like it um, who do we want to play our clones? Hmm. I think um wow. I, I think to remember a single actor. Oh, <laughs> I know who would be interesting. Mm. Uh Zach Braff. <laughs> not a name i was expecting but that would be interesting yeah (laughs) just the most the saddest wistful looking clone you've ever seen (laughs) but he does look good in scrubs obviously and the lab cope and everything so that's good Mm -hmm. um the alternative that i had thought of would be getting someone like samara weaving and then um gosh what is her name that was also in barbie uh um, emma mackey who look Mm. almost exactly the same but they are not identical twins oh yeah and so you like where you're going with that thanks i think it'd be interesting because often when you have someone who's playing clones or twins it's the same actor but then Mm -hmm. with this it's like everyone accepts yeah they look pretty much exactly the same to the point where people get them confused um but yet but yet they're not um so hmm i feel like if we slot zach braff into the parent role Mm. and then have emma and um samara in the clone role but also here's a thought do we want to try and find someone that also looks like zach braff or just Zach Braff again to play the parents, and the parents are also clones. Oh, I like the parents are also clones. Mm-hmm. You know what I? You know what I am thinking now. What if everyone in the entire movie is Zach Braff, and it turns <laughs> out that the whole town is just clones, but nobody notices? <laughs> I like that nobody notices. That's very funny. They're just like this is how a person looks, and then when someone doesn't look that way. They're like, what's going on? We don't like it. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think part of me from there, I like the idea. I like that a lot. Everyone's everyone's Zach Braff and they're all one mind. And then when, when two Zach Braffs realize they're clones and they kiss, they turn into Samara Weaving and mm. <laughs> um, Emma Mackey to be like, oh, this is a genetic mutation. Mm-hmm. Because they are more enlightened or whatever. And then they're lesbians on the hill. And then you're like, great. Yeah. And everyone's just like, 
you're too hot to live in this town. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't you see you don't want no more? Oh, that's very <laughs> funny. Everyone's like, okay, we were not horny at all about the teeth thing. And now we're too horny about it. So yes. we can't handle it. And you it's gotta- making us feel weird. Uh, a horny clone comedy very fun (laughs) very good you love to see it folks um who do you think would be good to direct this thing i would like to see florence Pugh direct Mm. because i think that she would i think she's just a very talented and interesting person and then I also think there could be interesting tension since she used to date Zach Braff, but no longer does. Mm-hmm. And I think it could create, yeah, some interesting onset drama <laughs> that could help drum up some press. Yes, more film. important than the quality of the film is yes. the meta textual thing surrounding it. Absolutely. I think that's. Yeah, who can we fire that might fight each other? <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, I think that's very good. I think also, yeah, that would be very, very funny to do to Zachary Braff. Um, Zachary (laughs) Braffery. Uh, that's very good. Um, what kind of soundtrack do you reckon this should be? I'd like a heavy metal soundtrack. Sweet. That really just gets your head (laughs) banging from the start, like sugar oh that sounded more like burping perhaps but i think you know what i was going for i do know what you were going for oh the word perhaps very good um (laughs) (laughs) uh i like it a lot i think that's very funny to do because also zach braff is not someone you would expect to be involved with any sort of heavy metal music Mm. I think um, uh, the music should be diegetic at some point, and some of the Zach Braffs have a heavy metal band that we see perform. Yes, they're like the town band who is really well known within their little city, and they play at like all the crucial events. Mm-hmm. And then it could, when the music comes on in pivotal scenes, it could cut back and forth between the band rehearsing and the pivotal scene. Yes. I like that a lot. <laughs> Just randomly cut. So I think that would be the B plot is that the band is trying to like get out of this town or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I almost like um, this element of when two of these Zach Braffs kiss, man, what a sentence, Um, (laughs) that they turn into somebody else and then other Zach Braffs start kissing and turning into other people that look like each other but aren't quite. Um, Yeah, and then they can't deny that they kissed because Mm -hmm. people know that you turned into looking like another person if you kiss. Mm-hmm. And some of the people are like, no, I didn't kiss my clone. That's weird. And they're like, oh, uh, how do you explain? Mm-hmm. And then it's like a, it's like an epidemic. And then of course, what has to happen is some sort of vague metaphor of coronavirus where everyone starts wearing masks to stop them from kissing. 
mm-hmm. in public because everyone yeah, so goes tempted. Yes, exactly. They can't look at those beautiful pouty lips of Zach Braff's and go, hmm, mm-hmm. what if? I wonder what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Would you kiss your clone? Hmm. I don't think so. No? No, because so a lot of people are like, oh, I would love to hang out with my clone. I actually find myself kind of annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of wish there was a way to get away from me and not uh, closer to me. (laughs) Very (laughs) Between this and the Bugs Bunny thing. Very good. Oh, I'm my own Bugs Bunny to myself. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, cut it out, Laura. <laughs> it's very funny. Very good. <laughs> oh, is there anything else about the film that you would like to say before we move on to the lightning round? I just think that this film should have a really good editor because I think it's really going to come alive in post. Mm-hmm. So I think that we should get that editor. I don't remember what her name is, but the one that Quentin Tarantino only uses mm-hmm. just, you know, really make sure that we get, we get it nice. That makes sense. And I will agree to it because it's going to be such a pain editing around the same actor so many times. Yes. Oh, what a nightmare. Zach not something Braff. I want to do. Not something I would like to do. Also, Zach Braff, gonna get paid. He's the mm. main lead, and he's so many times. Does he get do paid you think per? He gets paid per role. Yeah, that? that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, he simply must. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose so. Interesting. So great. Um. So that was equal. <laughs> thank you um, a perfect film <laughs> a perfect film no notes gonna get it made gonna call up matt and ben with their competition their green light competition be like i got one for you i'm gonna be like back to the future that sound you're looking for and then i just play them the podcast and i'm like who is this anyway um so for our lightning round we get the same word mm-hmm. and you do a very quick pitch and i do a very quick pitch okay so Lightning round. <laughs> Come on. I would love a new word. I have Toss. Toss is a film where someone tosses a bouquet and you know who catches it? A cat who was walking down the street just looking for its mouse and it got a little bit turned around and then People are like, oh, my God, I can't believe a cat caught the bouquet. But then someone else is like, we have to make sure this cat gets married next or else none of us will be able to get married. So then (laughs) it's like a zany buddy comedy where they're trying to find a match for this cat. And it ends with a, a beautiful ceremony where the cat throws the bouquet and just as a person is going to catch it, a bird swoops in and gets it. And it's like, (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's very good. Oh. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> oh, for me, toss is about um, a salad competition. It's a Ooh. it's a Midwestern salad competition, and I don't know if you know this, but in the Midwest, basically anything can be a salad. <laughs> like it's in the sort of vein of like egg salad or potato salad, where we just kind of put stuff in a bowl and we call oh, it a those salad. Make me nervous. Yes, they should. <laughs> um, so it's a competition about like who, who can make the best salad. And it's like a mockumentary um, oh, comedy yeah, <laughs> about that starring Catherine O'Hara. Because why not live a little? I um, love the mockumentary about that. I do have an aversion to mayonnaise. Fair so enough. It might be a hard watch for me, but I... <laughs> I give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you can't watch two things, Oppenheimer or anything about mayonnaise. Yeah, my least favorite movie would be Oppenaise. <laughs> Oppenaise, which is, of course, the story of the invention of mayonnaise. Yes. <laughs> As done by Christopher Nolan and Killian Murphy is still there. <laughs> um, I think uh, the, the word they gave us was a continuation. Continuation is a movie about if the Bible continued to modern day, and it was all these little parables about things that are happening today, like um, Jesus, the new Jesus would be on Twitter and the... Uh, responding to people and subtweeting and doing all these things and you'd also be on TikTok it'd be primarily about social media mm. if it was today because most of our a lot of our lives are just online that's true yeah you know so true bestie um <laughs> continue continuation is for me about it's a um sci-fi film set in the future and it's whether or not the united states is going to continue to be one nation or oh. are they going to split up and it's called continue nation <laughs> um and it's a it's a courtroom drama about whether or not it's elite it's legal for it starts with idaho of all places mm. they're like we're out we want to be part of canada and they're like well you can't do that and they're like well why not and then spirals out from there yeah, because you wouldn't be continuously connected to it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then Alaska's like, hey, I'm not continuously connected to you guys. Yeah. What's the what are you saying about that? Mm-hmm. And Hawaii's like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> we get you guys out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, you're probably right. My bad. <laughs> um, I've already done that one. Uh, I'm gonna go with loading because it took too long to load a new word so loading <laughs> <laughs> um, loading is mm -hmm. a movie about a high-powered computer that create that um is like the supercomputer that the whole simulation for our universe is on mm -hmm. but our universe has just gotten so complicated that the computer gets 
like overstimulated and it can't run the graphics card right anymore. So in our world, there's all these little freezes and blips and things going on like that. And we're all like, what the fuck is going on? And then people are like, you're in a computer. And other people are like, God is mad at us. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, I don't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> and then um, one person realizes that there's just too much going on and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So it kind of turns into an Oppenheimer-esque story where it's like, do we destroy a bunch of the world to get the rest of the world working again? But also, that's obviously a horrible thing to do, and we shouldn't do it. But should we just do it anyway, just because we want to? I love this idea of like, oh, my life has lag right now. What's the deal? Should I murder? (laughs) Yeah, should I murder? Let's go crazy. For me, loading is about, it's a small drama of a a dock worker that loses his wife and he has to come to grips with that. And it's set in Rhode Island and it's very sweeping and beautiful and uh, a tearjerker. Oh, an Oscar bait, as they say. As they say, yeah. Starring um, Nick Offerman with a massive beard. Oh, he's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all I have. Um, what would you like people that listen to this podcast to know about you? Well, I'm on a lot of social media platforms longer than I <laughs> would like to be. <laughs> um, but if you want to follow me and support my habit, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Passive Abrasive, and I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash Laura Murley Comedy. Hmm. And that's pretty much my deal. <laughs> that's your whole deal. That's my um, whole deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listener, you can support this podcast by going to tristanmiller.substack.com for early access and for the video of it if you're interested. Um also, if you came here for Laura and not me and don't know who I am, you can follow me at Tristan J. Miller uh, everywhere except for x.com, which is, well, you you can just find, go to my link tree. It's fine. It's in the bio. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I want to say thank you very much, Laura. This was heaps of fun and uh, 10 out of 10. Great job. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm.